This week's episode of One Shot is sponsored by Jackbox. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack. From the creators of You Don't Know Jack, now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more information. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. And I'm going to level with you. This week we are giving you part two of three of our 14 days recording. When all was said and done, Kat and I ended up with two hours of material for week two of 14 days. I really want to fill out the secret archive, so I decided to split it into two portions for you, meaning you'll get the conclusion to this series next week. In the meantime, I'm going to be throwing up some new material on the Secret Archive. 14 Days went up for funding on Kickstarter shortly after we put out our first episode. If you're interested in the game we're playing, you can back it right now over at Kickstarter. You'll find a link in the show notes. Heroes, we are less than $150 a month away from our $3,000 a month goal, which will free up Cat a full day each week to do one shot and campaign professionally. That also means we'll be starting a new monthly component to campaign, where we follow the adventures of an evil party. Now I know some of you may be thinking, James, didn't you promise us another monthly podcast that would be you and Kat talking about random assorted things? And a return for critical success? Yes I did! And they're going to be coming out this week. On Thursday 9th and 16th, you'll see two new episodes of Critical Success. And this Friday, you'll get the first episode of First Watch, the new podcast featuring Kat and myself, just talking. And we only have those wonderful things because of our Patreon backers. So, let's get to thanking. Sean Kelly! Sean Kelly, thank hey, you! Sean Kelly is another person that corresponds with us regularly through Twitter and through email. Thank you so much, Thanks. Sean. Matthew Broom. Thank you, Matthew Broom. Kirby! Kirby. Kirby, thanks. James McClure. That James is, McClure. That is the Jim McClure from the L5R episodes. Guys, if you're looking for a dramatic game, go to Jim McClure. That guy knows his stuff. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Neil Gibson. Thank Th you. Thanks, Neil Gibson. Joshua. Could that be Jake and Finn's father? Yeah. Joshua. I, I mean, yeah, that's he only has a first name. You, Yeah, you pronounced his name wrong. It's Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> Thank you. Joshua. Joshua, give me back my blood. Ken D'Amato. I wonder, James, if that's someone related to you. That is. That is my Uncle Ken. Thanks, Uncle Ken. Thanks, Uncle Ken. Mike, Mike and, and Catherine, Catherine Donahue. Donahue. Cool having a, a joint account on that, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you that's nailed great. it. Well, they, and they, they back well, at least one other person. I'm taking the next one. Thank you, Ulysses Bartholomew. Yeah, that's a cool name. Oh, man, Ulysses Bartholomew might just be a character that I play at some point. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, so we're ready to start week two. Let's do it. Woo! Okay, uh, so one thing that we should mention is how week two works differently than week one in 14 days. Uh, the basic setup is still the same. You are still trying to schedule your character's life um, and hoping that it doesn't get interrupted by migraines. But in week two, you have a special event that you don't have to attend, but... Uh, your character is going to care pretty deeply about it, and they'll want to attend it. Uh, so, Kat, let's start with you. What is your character's special event? 
so Julie's special event is uh, that Cassandra has what I believe in the military is called furlough. I could be totally wrong about that, um, but it's the, the shore leave equivalent. So uh, on Saturday, Cass is coming up to Boston, and she wants to be able to go and pick her up at the airport and be there for that specifically. She's going to see her no matter what, but it's really important to her that she makes it out to there after work. Cool. Cool. That's great. Um, what about Alex's? Alex. Uh, on Monday morning, Alex wakes up, opens up her computer, and sees that she has an email from her most difficult friend, who we established is probably named... Oh, Kim. It might have been Kim. It is Kim. Yeah, okay. Kim. So she Kim gets, is such a such a difficult friend. She gets well. K- Kim is critical when uh when Alex flakes, and you know that always makes things more difficult. Anyway, uh, Alex wakes up to an email from Kim on her computer uh, that says essentially. The local rec center where Kim volunteers has run into several funding issues. However, uh, she found a karaoke competition uh, the next town over, and the prize is $50,000. What? Yeah, a $50,000 prize put on by deranged local millionaire Maxfield Stanton. (laughs) No, you can't do that to us, if we... If you win the competition, if you win the competition, you get $50,000, which is enough money to save. No, you get turned into a pod person and your energy gets stolen in the Megaverse. (laughs) Vlad will figure something out if that is the case. Okay. (laughs) But next town over, karaoke competition, $50,000 prize that will save the rec center. Okay. Good. What's it called? Uh, I guess we'll call it the Moonlight Karaoke Competition. There we go. Thank you. That's all I needed. Was That's that so difficult? That was very difficult. Okay, so that is my special event. Is There is a karaoke competition that I must enter and win to save the rec center. Good. Okay, so I guess we should start, huh? We should. Um, are there any additional things to be aware of this week we still have the same amount of uh medicine how much medicine is that uh well it's actually how much did you spend last week because your prescription gets refilled every two weeks all right so uh, let's do it that brings us to your monday my monday so my monday is what for normal people my monday is for people with average nine to five jobs uh is a saturday Um, so I'm doing a lot of, uh, typical bookkeeping things on Saturday. Um, I'm wary of how last week, uh, my hobby got pushed out. Um, so I want to get that, I want to get my, uh, videos, all my vines edited, uh, ahead of time. So I'm going to put a bunch of time into hobbies today. And then I'm going to do some self-care. You, you uh, made up for that depletion. No, no, I know. Okay. But uh, the I had to put out the episode late last week. Oh, okay. Remember? So it's just, uh, I don't want to risk that happening again. I want to uh, get get in ahead of time and make sure that the, everything's smooth. Um, hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> um, 
So that's the majority of my day. Um, the other thing that I have marked down is self-care. Um, so uh, I'm going to do something that's kind of chore-like, but the distinction between chore and self-care here is that I am getting my room in order. I'm not cleaning my room. I am decorating my room uh, mm. because... Alex is coming to town late, or sorry, not Alex, because uh, Cass is coming to town later in the week. I want everything to look adorable. So I'm like making string yarn art uh, with inspirational quotes on my walls. Oh my God. And yeah, I'm making tassel chains. Uh, I'm going to, I intend to go all out. I have a lot of craft supplies that are very well organized, just but like, I rarely get into them. Just like our parents Sorry. told us growing up, whenever you've got a stressful event that you're trying to deal with, tassel it out. Tassel it out, just, you know. Uh, and then the other thing is that uh, Monday is one of the days that Cass and I talk to each other. Um, so uh, my evening is, I have a big chunk of time set aside to Skype with her. That's what I want to get done. What do I get done? All right. Well, let's roll the die. So, um, wake up, uh, and one of the first things you do, you you get up actually at the regular time that you get up to work uh, on this day because you have some stuff that you want to get through. Um, And first things first, you uh, edit and upload the episode. It goes a lot smoother than normal, and it's mainly because the zebra that you guys, or the zebra that you were filming, were excitable, and there were just a lot of good zebra shots, and it wasn't, you know, them just sitting around swatting at flies it was like them doing stuff yeah franny and zoe were like froofing each other's spiky little manes wow uh you you went to the zoo that uh was uh sponsored by the uh wes anderson endowment uh, (laughs) for more pretentious zoos uh (laughs) (laughs) everything's named after not just a salinger character but (laughs) <laughs> esoteric american lit yes good. uh so yeah you managed to get uh a lot of great shots of franny and zoe um they go together really well uh it's added a lot of tension uh to the uh soap opera yeah they're the mischievous twins that i have yeah it's it, it, things are starting to ramp up um yep. And then uh, you get to doing your arts and crafts. Uh, You pull out that big box of crafts. You wipe away a lot of dust. You open it up and look through. You you just have a lot more fun stuff than you remember. And you (laughs) sort of get lost in crafting. Um, And you make a lot of really cool tassels. And you find some good inspirational quotes. Um, You load up. You load up those walls. And then it's time to chat with Cass and mm-hmm. it goes great. Um, she's oh, good. excited about coming home and you are excited about having her and you guys sort of talk about what you guys want to do together and how much fun it's going to be. Yeah, this is the last time I get to to spend a, a bunch of time talking to her before she's in town. So I think it's mostly a lot of excited planning. Let's We're going to... We're going to go to uh, some really cool places for dinner because she doesn't get to to eat fancy pants style when she's doing her job. Absolutely. It's a great day. 
it's a good day. You get a lot accomplished. You feel good about it. Uh, Saturdays are the best. Yeah, you go to sleep easy. What challenged you today? What challenged me today? I think today was honestly pretty simple. The most challenging thing was picking a consistent color scheme for the room because I have a lot of scraps of stuff and I'm very strategic about color. So it took me a long time to sort all of that stuff out. On days when I don't have migraines and nothing else is really going on, I tend to forget about all of the the heavier problems and that that they were ever a thing and get really invested in like the small minutiae and the opportunity to waste time doing something frivolous. That's that's nice though. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. So real problems? No. Problems of do we like teal or blue cuz we can't have both at high at like red alert we cannot have both yeah at poppy red let's see how you do sis of mine so my plans for monday monday is a self day i gotta you know get my schedule set for the week um especially in news of this new karaoke competition i gotta psych myself up so i am going through my top karaoke songs and i'm seeing if i want to learn something new if i want to stick with the old classics what do i think is going to save the rec center so that's myself i've got work you know, uh, we're still reeling from the fallout of hashtag Wolfwatch. Did was there a resolution to hashtag Wolfwatch? Hashtag Wolfwatch it was not fully resolved. Uh, the, oh, I think okay. the last thing that happened is it was on the news, and my boss and I had a talk about it, and I just sort mm-hmm. of had to nod my way through his stupidity. Right, because um, he doesn't understand what a hashtag is. So yeah, it could be like it could be going like. Uh, going out of vogue it could be ramping up usually people uh mostly the people who will call in to the station aren't watching the news on the weekend and that's what really keeps the fires burning about uh, this particular thing so i'm optimistic that that is going to go away right and then i've got some chores to do and these are non-barkley related chores he has been behaving really well um i have to clean my catchment tank I am obviously from a hippie family, um, and I am renting a place where I have been allowed to set up a catchment tank, which for people who don't know, that is something that collects rainwater for use in your home. And generally speaking, you use it in toilets um, or, you know, just areas that, you know, you're not eating off of it, you're not drinking it, but it is useful water um, that you can use throughout the home. And it might also be for watering plants or whatnot. Uh, But occasionally, got to check it for algae, got to make sure that it's still safe and it's not going to make your pipes gross. So got to deal with cleaning out the catchment tank. Gross, but cool. Gross. Uh, I don't think taking care of the earth is gross. We basically have a permanent drought in Colorado and it's very serious. I know you don't understand it living in Boston, but it's something <laughs> that I take seriously. Okay. But like the filter is super gross, right? The filter, uh, like I, you don't have to filter catchment. You do have to make sure algae isn't growing in it. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. 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 
Uh, so let's see how this goes. Remind me the system. Um, we roll four d six, I believe, and if it's a, oh, it's one d six. You roll one d six. Oh my, really? <laughs> and four to six, it's a migraine, and uh, one to three, it's safe. The migraine gets worse the higher up you roll on the die. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, you pull into work. Mm-hmm. And uh, exactly right. Wolfwatch seems to have died down. Oh, thank God. Over the weekend. The wolves are still there. You know, it's not that hasn't been resolved. It's just that people aren't freaking out about it because there haven't been incidents, you know, that they're no longer really close to the road. Um, whatever this pack is getting up to, uh, they've moved into more secluded locations. So while rangers are still kind of on it, uh, and there are like local bulletins that warning people to beware, it's really faded out of the public consciousness. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, more than that, your boss thinks that this is something you did. He thinks that after your talk that you removed the hashtag. <laughs> and while he's not still not happy that you created the hashtag, he's <sighs> proud of how you recognized the fault in your actions, took re- full responsibility, and got the thing done. Oh my god. I am furious. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, so he gives me his little pep talk commendation, mm-hmm. and I sit through it, but, like, I am so mad, and I don't know, I don't know what to do about it. Like, after I, I, I go out, and, I, like, I'm thinking, I can't talk to him about it now. I have to write him an email or something, because if I have to talk to him, I'm going to get upset about it, because I know... I know later he's going to bring up hashtag Wolfwatch if he's upset about something, or he might put it in a performance review, which is ridiculous and unfair. So, yes. Well, I'm yes, glad it's blown over, but. You're typing this all out to Kim, uh, who. Do, what do you use? ADM? You don't use google chat on the work email that wouldn't be good so you're probably using adium you got your bouncing duck uh alerting you to to kim's boring office chats um and she's like honey just focus on the karaoke yeah just you know you don't have a lot to do today you have time take that anger take all of that passion and put it into song so i open up my spotify (laughs) And, uh-huh. you know, now I'm onto self. Yeah, good. So, yeah, you space out completely during work. Get your work done. Definitely not as well as you could. Uh, and, uh, and and start really, start really zoning into this Spotify. So what are you thinking for this karaoke song? What's the result? I want something big and I want something loud. Um, I want... Are you looking for, like... A classic, a karaoke classic, or are you looking for something that everybody knows but isn't oft sung that's going to totally blow their minds? Column two, you can't win a karaoke competition with a classic. That is like if 
it was uh, like a regular competition where there was no money involved. Somebody might be able to sing a Journey song and just ride Journey's coattails. This is way beyond Journey. This is real. And there are going to be other real karaoke teams out there. So we need to get competitive and we need to get smart. It needs to be recognizable to the general public, but it needs to be something that is difficult and probably most importantly, not too long. You want to get on those high notes. You want to hit those high notes and leave them high. Oh, interesting. You have okay. Is this? I mean, how ongoing is this? Do you figure out what this is today? Oh, definitely not. Okay. Yeah, you end the day at a place with Kim where you guys have really gotten into discussing pros and cons lists, the merits of singing Princes of the Universe. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the most difficult Queen song. There's so much to do vocally. You're gonna, there are some serious guitar breaks with tricky works. So you're going to have to air guitar the heck out of that. And the, the problem Depending is, on their, you, mm-hmm. need, you need a voice that's strong. Like, we... All of us, uh, all my friends are good at harmonizing with each other, but you need that strong lead voice um, that can hit those high notes still. And that's the challenge. Yeah, and it's a little, the kind of general consensus is you think you could do it, it might be too long. You know, it might be a little too long and a little too ambitious for this crowd. You don't want to just overstep what you're trying to do here. It's still got to be broad so my my uh, cool. the, the conclusion with kim i think i think the audience is really invested in this cat the conclusion <laughs> the conclusion i reach with kim is that we'll table princes of the universe right. and revisit it if we can't find something better so now our our object our goal is to expand out from queen and see if there's any non-queen stuff that can even stand up to it okay good uh, that all went pretty smoothly. The Your work day comes to an end. Then what are you getting up to? You're getting up to you, have to, you have to clean up your tank. Yeah, I got to clean the catchment tank. So how does that go? What's what's in, involved and what are the smells? Uh, so it can smell kind of musty. You know, it, it's, like a, it's like a rain barrel, essentially. It's got some pipes hooked up to it. Uh, so I just need to, uh, drain it, which isn't difficult. You know, we're in Colorado. There is not a lot of catchment, but I still think it's important. Um, I, you know, open up the lid. There's, there can be a mildew smell. There can be, you know, general, uh, stagnant water smells. I, uh, take, I I brush out the tank pretty good and then I have to put in some solution to prevent things from growing in it, too. Right. Yeah, you're putting in the stuff for it, taking care of what, I guess, pH levels is still something you might have to watch. And yeah. Making sure that nothing's growing. And, like, it's a lot of fume stuff. So you're, you're scared as you start realizing that you're kind of more hyper-aware of, of the smells. But you get to the end of it. And you're fine. You know, you're, it's like a little nervous, but you go yourself some tea, evening goes smooth. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, good, good. We're starting the week off strong. Good Mondays. Um, so Alex, what was the highlight of your day? 
highlight of my day. Okay, so uh, we established that I slacked a little bit at work today. Mondays are can be kind of slow because there aren't a lot of park visitors and you're you're it's basically you're doing paperwork, which to me is pretty mindless. So, I was more heavily focused on the Spotify playlists. So, we ended up with three different Spotify playlists. One was a list of songs that could never be sung at a karaoke competition. <laughs> One was a list of songs that we might sing at the karaoke competition. And then the other was a list of songs that we shouldn't sing at the karaoke competition. <laughs> so uh-huh. it was a lot of it was like for a while we were just being like catty about people singing the wrong songs for the songs that you shouldn't sing at a competition uh, right. or for, for the songs that you would never sing at a competition. Uh, then you know, we, we had the long debate, like, is it going to be Princess of the Universe? Princess of the Universe is pretty, pretty top of the list uh, right now. But we had a bunch of others. Uh, Rainbow Connection was thrown out there. Like, really? Yeah. That seems like a softball, unless one of you is going to uke it. And can you even do that? Well, you during can't. You the karaoke can't. Competition? Yeah, not during karaoke competition. You have to use their music where you stand out is how your vocal performance works and like if you got a dance uh it's gonna win the crowd over and then we got to the list of songs that we shouldn't sing at karaoke competitions and they're essentially songs that we would get way too into uh-huh like can't do the sailor moon theme song if anyone <laughs> did the Sailor Moon theme song, we would enjoy it too much and it would just be something that only our friend group could appreciate and it would totally, completely alienate everybody else. Right. Uh, so, yeah. That's good. So, so that brings us to Tuesday. Tuesday. So that's my Sunday. That is your Sunday. What are you getting up to? Okay. Well, I have a self day again. Uh, and then uh, I have also chores and friends planned. So chores are kind of twofold. One, I made a mess when I was, you know, you got to make chaos mess. to make order. It's it's a craft explosion. The walls look beautiful. The floor. <laughs> I've also come to realize uh, about midway through sorting through all of the craft supplies that I collect a lot of nonsense. Like I, <laughs> I, I, f- I find cool rocks. Whenever anybody leaves an earring in public, I take it. And that's, it's not as useful as I think it's going to be. Oh, that's great. And now those things are all over my floor, and they're like, some of the earrings are in a rusted mess. Oh, man. Uh, so there's a lot of sorting through that. And then around, I don't know, I get really invested. You know, uh, I at one point, I, realized I don't even like the way that I'm storing this stuff. So I pull out all of my different Tupperwares and like resize the, the, the bin to the task. It's very involved. At one point, Jess, my roommate, says something kind of snippy about the kitchen because uh, I have not done the dishes that I was supposed to do on Friday. So I kind of half-butt the rest of the craft supplies to uh, get in there and help clean up that kitchen because, again... I'm going to probably have limited time to do this stuff throughout the week. And I want the place to look tight when Cash shows up. She needs to think that I am a responsible adult. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
And uh, then the last thing is friends. Uh, after that, uh, Jess and I, let's see, what are we going to do? Um, oh, easy. We're going to go uh, thrift store shopping. Thrift so, shops. Uh, Yes. So this was all, this was a pretty early day for me. I didn't sleep in. I decided to still get up at the regular time, get a bunch of stuff done because the thrift stores close around six on Sunday. There's a lot to get through. I need a cute dress. So I'm trying to get in, get something really cute dress wise before six. Mm -hmm. And then there's always the thought that if I need an accessory or something, we can go to one of the stores that stay open later. But generally, this place, Boston's pretty cute, pretty short, pretty traditional. Things tend to close down. So it makes sense to get all that stuff out of the way fast. And then we're going to cook a nice dinner in our clean kitchen. Cool. Cool. Okay. So let's start your Tuesday. Bum, bum, bum. Oh my goodness! What what were you trying to accomplish today? Self, uh, chores, and friends. Okay, so you get up in the morning, and there is a pounding, and there is a throbbing. Perhaps it was all the dust that was kicked up by craft supplies, and it's only really hitting you now. Perhaps you didn't sleep well. Whatever it is, you are in headache town. Hmm, okay, that stinks because, gosh, I have a pretty packed week. But, uh, you know, I have more important stuff to get to this week. And I might want Cass to know that I'm an adult, but she's known me since we were kids. I am not a very tidy person. <laughs> There's like a giant junk pile and a giant craft pile, but I don't really suss it out beyond that. Instead, it's really early. Maybe I just woke up too early. I'm going to take a few more hours to sleep. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Even with medicine, I can't afford to have anything go wrong at the start of this week. There's really too much going on. So it's right. not worth it to me to try to push through in this moment. I want to save all of my resources for the days right before and during my special event. So you take the nap, you wake up from the nap, and it's still going strong. Oh, gosh. So that's going to cut into friends' time. <sighs> and poor Jess got the shaft last week. But then Monday, uh, no, but then Friday we had a pretty good day. You know, she's my roommate. We've been friends for a little bit. She knows. She knows what's you up. You know, she knows what's up. And she knows that this is a big week for me. Uh, she She probably won't be upset with me. I grumpily call out that I'm going to get to the dishes later and that I'm sorry um, she doesn't really say anything I go back to sleep and you wake up once more and you still have a migraine oh no really yeah. I rolled a six. Oh, God, I can't do it it doesn't make sense oh, that sucks a whole day um, so no I don't go find anything pretty it's all my old boring clothes because I don't think there's going to be a lot of time this week to get out. Um, so I'm going to take the depletion. Well, do I want to do that? Yeah, I don't want to take the medicine this late in the day, especially 
on a big migraine like this and risk anything going wrong tomorrow. Right. So, nope. Complete wash. So I take depletions and self chores and friends. Oh, yeah. It's it sucks. It's a sucky day. What's one thing that you wish you could have done today? It's not even any of the things that I had planned, but I wanted to be able to get out of bed or ideally get out of the apartment and do something that was going to contribute to the success of my week in any way. Mm -hmm. Instead, I, you know, I stayed in bed most of the day until it got too hot and I couldn't do it anymore. And then I was just in a schlubby bathrobe feeling uncomfortable in my skin, watching cartoons at a low volume and feeling pressured, whether granted or not, from Jess about participating more and dealing with how loud things are even at their lowest setting and then like showering, putting an ice pack on the back of my neck and trying to go back to bed. I didn't do anything and especially on days like this, the clutter really isn't helping. It makes me feel like... It stresses you out more. Yeah, yeah. So that stinks. That stinks. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. On that down note, we'll we'll move on to my Tuesday. My big responsibilities are work. You know, gotta go to work. Uh, gotta keep doing park ranger stuff. Uh, chores. I have to, you know, iron clean uniforms tonight. Make sure everything looks good. And love. I've got another date. Uh, and you know, it's, uh, dealing with the fallout from Sunday where I had a really good date. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, on this date, we are going to do something that Vlad likes to do and hang out at a really cool wine bar. Mm -hmm. That's work and date. Did you have something else? Chores. 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 Thank you. Okay. Okay, start describing how things go. Talk me through your work day. Have you gotten up the wherewithal to handle this boss situation? Yeah, I have put together an email that I think politely explains things. I like, and I have, you know, acknowledged that I am, you know, happy about the talk that we had yesterday, but I wanted to clear things up. I have linked him to a couple easy-to-understand articles and one news clip that I think will fully explain hashtags and how it is a phenomenon that is out of the control of any one person. And although hashtag WolfWatch did start in this office, it is something that got out of our control. Um, And it was... Well, we, we... put things away in the office it was up to outside forces and i again i'm being polite as possible i'm explaining things and i offer to talk to him if he wants to follow up a follow-up on any of this and hopefully you know we fully understand the event and how we can address similar events moving forward cool uh, you don't get a response from him, um, but he seems pretty busy all day with some contractors who are trying to set up time to do work on one of the uh, 
the areas of the park that bypasses a road, so they have to, um, you know, make sure that the the rock wall is safe. Yeah, it's a big project. Uh, yeah, they have to. They probably um, have to put up uh, fencing around it so no rocks fall down the face of it and end up in the road. Yeah, and they have to carve away some of it so that because it's a uh, it's proving unstable and just you know maintenance, the sort of thing that you get. If we maintain our parks, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that all that goes pretty smoothly. Um, you kind of you coast on radio silence from Kim and the crew for most of the day. I am knee deep in some Taylor Swift right now, so we've <laughs> all taken an artist and we're all mulling it over. Good. Yeah, your day goes fine. Nothing bad there happens at work. Cool. So uh, you're coming home. Uh, how are what's these chores looking like? What you got to do? Again, it's simple: laundering the uniform, ironing it, making sure that my uniforms are ready for the rest of the week. At one point, Pup gets into the freshly laundered clothes, and he gets a bunch of pet dander all, all over Barkley. the thing that you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, buddy. But it's nothing that can't be fixed with a roller brush. You don't actually have to rewash it. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, at this point, but it's not. It's not as perfect as you like. But that's too much effort. It strains the fabric. There's no reason to wash again. Uh, and that goes. That goes pretty well. Everything's good. back up in the closet. And is his name Barkley? What's his, his name? His name is Barkley. And Barkley, it became for him, not for you, but for him, a game. So he's a little exercised out and kind of a bit of a sleepy pup by the time that date rolls around. Oh, yeah. So tell me about this date. So we go to this place uh, that, you know, there's like a nice restaurant on top of it. But uh, when we walk in and everything, there are a lot of elaborate, old-looking, electric chandelier candelabra-looking things. And it's very dimly lit. There are a lot of velvet curtains hung in this place. It looks like a nice restaurant. And we walk directly past the hostess uh, to this area that opens up and you go down stone steps. And at the bottom is this really cool wine bar where you're surrounded by a bunch of bottles in the wall. And there are a couple barrels. Um, I'm like, I, you know, she's pretty sure in her head that the barrels are just there for show. But this place looks cool. And one of the coolest things about it is there's a ton of light provided by actual candles. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, the atmosphere is really cool. Uh, there's like not too much music down here. It's just me and him uh, and a couple other patrons who are talking low. And he shows me a bunch of different wines. You know, I don't know a lot about wine. Uh, he does. Yeah, he he also makes the point though pretty early on. Uh, he knows that you've been getting migraines at the as the result of your drinking in the past week. Um, so he lets you know that like you can talk about stuff all night. Uh, you can just taste if you want, and you don't even have to do that. He just likes the atmosphere of the place, and he thought you'd really like it too. 
just in case you didn't want to risk things. And yeah, it's I don't know, it's kind of cute because he's he's clearly did some critical thinking about your problem over Aww. the last uh, time that you guys have spent together. That's sweet. And I, I explained to him that uh, it's not all alcohol that does it. It's not being dehydrated because if it was just being dehydrated, I could drink a lot more water than normal and try and balance it out. Uh, and I don't know exactly what my trigger is in things, um, but I do know right. that like uh, darker wines, red wines uh, set me off a little bit more. Right. So you keep it kind of light. Uh, he doesn't know white wines as well. <laughs> He's a little Kat, confused I'm by them. I'm so disappointed in you right now. Fine. He does not drink wine. Period, though. Red Honestly, wine. Why is he even here? Fine. <laughs> he does not drink red wine. So it's fine. Yeah. So you guys are just at the white wine spectrum anyway. This is the worst. I hate you. This is the greatest. I can't believe you're doing this to me. <laughs> it, goes, it goes fine. You drink gross wheat Rieslings and they're really sweet and terrible, but you like them. I like Chardonnays. I'll have you know Alex likes Chardonnay. <laughs> Well, Vlad likes Riesling, so that's you're gonna have to just deal with that. <laughs> uh, upshot, though, nothing goes wrong. You have a great time. Oh, that's great! Great, good day number two. Riding good day high. number two. So then, I want to know something that went wrong. Since we focused on all the good, what wasn't good today? I am going to say that uh, Barkley, let, let's let's return to the saga of Barkley <laughs> and the laundry. The reason that Barkley was so much trouble, Barkley has figured out warm dryer clothes. And so that means he is specifically targeting clean laundry. When did this start? <laughs> is this an ongoing problem? It is a sudden realization I've had about my laundry for the past couple weeks. And uh, I'm just like, oh, yeah. no, he knows. Barkley's proving a little cat at times. He, this guy is a shrewd little pup. He gets into the warm laundry and he gets snoozy. And the result is hair. Barks. Oh, God. You need to stop leaving your baskets on the floor where he can get into them. I mean, that's true. But I'm still upset that he figured out that warm laundry is fun to sneep, sleep in. So... Yeah, because this is going to, no matter what you do with it, even if you just get it out and start folding it, he's going to jump up on the bed and snuggle into it. Mm -hmm. This is this is a, a boundaries issue, and you're going to need to have to really think through this because there aren't bad dogs. They're just owners. So, you, you know, it's the how do you handle him disrespecting the boundaries with laundry? And the thing that uh, I think frustrates and upsets her the most about this is she doesn't want to set up boundaries where she can't have Barkley on the bed because she actually likes to have Barkley on the bed and hang out with him. It does mean that she's probably going to need to fold her laundry on the kitchen table or a counter or something. So it's not even something that she can teach Barkley. It's a way that she has to change her own behavior. Of course it is. But. Ah, uh, this is, I mean, maybe this is a sister phone call. But changing your behavior like that isn't going to actually, like, 
give him the message that he needs. What you need to be telling him is that when you perform a series of behaviors, that he needs to respect your space in a certain way. Otherwise, this will crop up in the other areas of your life. It was a problem with food. Now it's a problem with laundry. It's the same thing. You just need to set up a response so that he knows when it's time to wait or time to go to his special space instead of being all up in yours. Mm, okay, so maybe it's a problem that uh, I'm going to need to think about more. Yeah, and then I send you a bunch of pictures of me doing the Chris Pratt Jurassic Park thing with really sleepy looking zoo animals. It's a pretty great. Uh, is it a GIF or is it a photo? Oh, because it's got to be is a, a GIF. GIF of rapid. Like, oh, no, you're right. Um, so I've been sending you photos, like one a day. But this one, since I had time to spend on stuff, is like a really nice gif of what is the stupidest, sleepiest animal that we can think of? Uh, sloths. Okay. So there are three sloths that happen in perfect position. And we have... Uh, the, the the gif like zooms in on their claws and everything to amp the tension and they just like lazily scratch and yawn <laughs> as she calls them the name echo and and is worried about where blue is and it's good it's tight good stuff <laughs> the thing about sloths is that you have to respect them yeah you have to know where they are at all times uh, you have to create a dialogue great because it's not just coming from me, because our parents bought a zoo. Yeah, Dad, I have to deal with his slouch hat that he wears yeah. all the time oh, now. Oh, no, no. Gross. Okay. Wednesday. Good. So that, yeah, that was your Tuesday. Wednesday. I got work. I want to film some new material uh, and also keep up with uh, the tweets and the conversation about the last videos that went out over the course of the weekend. And some friends and I have some strategic accounts set up to speak as the animals. So we tend to get into it a little during the day. So it's a mixture of doing my actual work and then finding hobby time throughout the day to both film and to keep up with the, the discourse without, act without affecting the animals. Then it's a self day. I had been planning to like take a bubble bath and make a really nice meal, but instead I think I'm going to probably try to go out after and find some clothes for myself that I feel good about. So that's the intended day. So we got work, we got hobby, and we got self. So first things first, get up, go to work. It is a great day because it is a day where you get to feed the toucan. There is Whoa. one toucan at the zoo that <laughs> huh? is the most charismatic toucan. Uh, for whatever reason, it, it really likes being hand-fed. And it's like kind of an event. And normally, you know, one of the more senior employees takes care of it. But uh, you today get picked because you have been doing so many shows and nice comments have been filtering back about how you are with kids and crowds. Also, your Internet fame of putting together Pet Passion Project is sort of bit made the senior zoo staff be like, well, maybe we can take advantage of this. And the thing that you love about this toucan the most is that it's great to film. And this toucan is sort of like your debonair, handsome male lead that you've been going with, even though the toucan is a female. <laughs> That's 
great. Does she have an ambiguous name or did we rename her for the show? I think you renamed her for the show. Uh, and it includes it includes her name, at, her real name, which is Camilla, as a middle name for this uh, handsome rogue figure that you've done for the Pet Passion Project. Well, we're going to keep on with Salinger since it's the the main one and everybody just knows this buddy. This is Holden Camilla Caulfield. <laughs> <laughs> just like the worst because he's not even that charismatic a lead. But this toucan is like, Pur! and that's part of what uh, people people like now. There's a lot of fan art of the toucan. Uh, having like sandwiches with uh, his sister and ice skating and it's good it's good yeah that's perfect. some people might say otherwise but I think it's pretty good <laughs> so and this has provided you with an amazing opportunity you can get some really great close-up shots of of him uh, of Camilla for your pet passion project yes good uh, so I go for it. So, so you yeah, go for it. And snap you, and picks. Both of those things go off without a hitch. Um, the show is great. You learn in this moment uh, that not only will Camilla just eat a banana for you, like the fruit was not prepped properly. Somebody didn't cut it up. So you're peeling the banana and you actually learn that Camilla knows how to peel a banana with, with oh, her beak. Oh, no. And it's a great moment. Everybody yeah. in the audience like kind of flips out seeing the toucan like uh, go through peeling it because it knows what has to be done before it's allowed to eat the banana. Ah, so cool! Yeah, it's a great, it's a great moment. You're riding high from that. The, that's uh, so that was work and hobby. I got both. Yeah, got both. Cool. Then the last thing of the day is self. I am trying to get a pretty dress. So yeah, you don't have time to do the thrift shopping that you normally uh, would want to do, but you do have time to go to like a strip where there are a lot of shops or a mall and get something pretty, but that's more expensive and takes less work to find. Right. And you find it. Ooh, what is it? What? Well, that's that's for you to answer. Ah, uh, no, let's answer in combination. Okay. Okay. It's floral. It's floral uh, with a lot of blues highlighted by pinks. Wow. Pink and blue. That's pretty. That's pretty tight. I think that um, it's one of those. uh, It's more shifty. It goes straight down. It's got pockets. That was a huge selling point. Mm -hmm. It has an interesting collar. I don't know if that's like. A Peter Pan collar, a sticky uppy collar, a collar with flowers on. What do you think? Uh, well, knowing absolutely nothing about dresses, I yeah. am going to say it's a Peter Pan collar. Okay. Because I recognize Peter Pan from cartoons. <laughs> cool. That's cute. So it has this kind of schoolgirl look to it, but it's floral, so it doesn't really adhere to that. And uh, I look like the the so the summer the summery carefree indie chick I am aiming to look like. Right. Yay! Perfect. Great day going. It's good day. Ah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, what were you proud of today? I was. I'm proud of of today working out and getting through all of my stuff. I feel like my plan worked. 
my plan of doing nothing and sleeping work. <laughs> I know Jess is mad at me. I know I still have a lot of stuff to do. Uh, but hey, I started the week out strong, which is really what I wanted to do. Uh, because if I start out strong, I bet I can push through towards the end of the week. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so let's move on to my Wednesday. I am going to work, uh, you know, just another day at uh, the park. Um, I am going to see friends. We are having a strategy meeting. Uh, we are going to be meeting up at Clarissa's place because she has a whiteboard and we want to draw on the whiteboard because we want to show <laughs> how serious we are taking this. By not taking it seriously and meeting up to use a whiteboard instead of just talking it through or making a Google Doc, you guys are like, no, we are being so serious. Yeah, we have to use a whiteboard, Cat. How are we going to draw lines from things to other things if we have a Google Doc? That makes no sense. Isabel brought a dip. You got there. Margarita mix was already made. Yeah, this is going to be a serious work time. 100% serious. Uh, And then I also have going for Wednesday, hobby. We are going to use a home unit for karaoke to test out and workshop different songs and routines for ourselves. Cool. Very cool. Okay, let's do this thing. This is most certainly not a margarita night accompanied by singing karaoke at a home. This is serious, Kat. And I really (laughs) want you to treat it with the level of seriousness that it deserves. Well, I'll roll this dice, this die very seriously then. Keep that in mind. This is is for realsies, for reals business. Well, uh, tell me about work. Tell me about a new hashtag that's popping up called Bobcat Watch. Bobcat watch. Uh, This is really simple. There is a hilarious internet thing that somebody took uh, that also ended up on the news that is a bobcat climbing somebody's uh, like patio furniture umbrella and knocking it over and being extremely surprised. Oh, does he like then slink it off like an? Yeah, like like he like falls down and he like gets up and looks around, surprised, like what could have caused that? And he sort of like slinks out of the yard. Good. But somebody has put hashtag Bobcat Watch on that, and like when I first saw the hashtag Bobcat Watch tag on like uh, Twitter, I sort of sighed. And I clicked it and saw that there are a bunch more hashtag Bobcat things and Bobcat watch things now. You guys had nothing to do with it. It's just, uh, is your boss going to recognize that? Well, is he? He does call you into his office. Mm -hmm. He thanks you uh, for explaining things in the email and asks how we can defeat Bobcat watch. (laughs) Because uh, the wolves still haven't been taken care of. And he's afraid of animal watch booming the trend summer. So my advice to him 
is to create a rival hashtag that is more interesting than either. My theory is the main problem with all of these hashtags is that they have watch in the name and watch puts people on the defensive and has some level of implied danger to it. So perhaps if we came up with a hashtag that was at best positive, at worst neutral, that was attached to something else fun, maybe we would be able to defeat Bobcat Watch. Other than that, it is out of our control and just something that we need to brace for the PR hit on. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. He takes that in stride. He asks you a few probing questions, realizes pretty rapidly that you are not the person to make a cool, uh, youth-friendly hashtag that's going to catch on, and then dumps it all on your guy's intern, who looks very worried. Uh, Let's also describe how this intern looks. Yeah, what's he like? He is uh, in his sophomore year of college. Um, He's got long hair. Oh, of course he has long hair. He's bought into this hippie stuff in a way that, like, you've bought into it, obviously. Right. But you are have been living it for a very long time. This is just your reality. For him, it's still kind of a costume. Who knows how this is going to all shake out. He, he but, wears uh, a headband. Yes. And it's, like, it's cute, too. It's a cute headband because he's got a bit of the, like the the pastel punk going on mm-hmm. um i think that he's managed to find himself himself like pale lavender birkenstocks and he is proud of that because it's matching his two aesthetics in a way that no one else is yeah so that's that guy he is that's now in charge guy. of a youth oriented hashtag which is yeah. what the boss is calling it Youth-oriented hashtag. We'll see how that goes for him. Your day went fine. Great, great. Uh, so that now it comes to my friends and hobby. To margarita. Margarita night. But it's also a serious strategy meeting to save the rec center. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys, um, you have a, a pros and cons column set up from the start. And like you spend, God, you spend like the first hour talking about categories of of songs, just like narrowing it down that way, right? And deciding what language you're going to use to even discuss the songs. Everyone's pretty drunk. Tequila, you know, tequila's not always the best, buddy. So uh, after a while, you start to feel a little tipsy. Then Kim mentions outfits that that just sparks this whole other thing because like you guys oh god who how many people are doing duets even if it's like separate duets and things do you guys want to have a unified color scheme do you want to emphasize that you're trying to save the rec center because if you do that might boost you guys or is that an insult to the very serious to, to your vocation right um your avocation, forgive me. You don't typically get paid. To our evocation. Is <laughs> it going to insult <laughs> our fireball? Ah, gross. And both of those things go really well. So tell me the results of the, this evening. We had a category uh, called basic. And for, fun, uh, for a while, just fun putting basic songs in there. 
that we thought were not okay. And then we had to create a new category at one point of the evening where like it's that level of drunk where you're drunk, but you're drunk and thinking about how you're being drunk and trying uh-huh. to be sober. You're just trying to keep it together. Yeah. You're trying to be sober. So we created a category called cultural appropriation uh, <laughs> of songs that we could not sing as a bunch of white girls. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> So that was a thing. And then outfits happened. And the thing that we decided, we still don't have a song yet. But what we do know is we have to have a song that will go well with outfits because we actually think outfits are the ticket. I think the the night sort of breaks apart after... Um, who's hosting it? Clarissa's house because she has the Clarissa. whiteboard. Cool. She suggests... Uh, Feist's hide and seek for for you because you can hit some pretty high notes and that most people don't know it it's just a pretty melody mm-hmm. but it breaks down into mm, what you say okay and you think that there's a meme angle that you might be able to woo this crowd over with so everyone's kind of celebrating the victory of like one possible song you might not feel that great about it, but everyone else is really into the idea as the night comes to a close. Cool. No headaches. No headaches. Oh, man, we're doing great this week. Yeah, you're doing really well. Um, so I want to know, I'm not going to go off book with questions um, because we have limited days left, and I'm curious about headache opinions. How often do you have long stretches of time without migraines? And uh, do you think about them when you don't have them? Um, I will say usually I have one or two migraines a week. I definitely dread it happening. When I am planning something, I go, oh, I hope I don't have a migraine when this happens. But as I'm going to the event, generally speaking, I'm living my life and If I start to get warning signs, that's usually when I start thinking about it and that stresses me out. And I think that uh, causes it to snowball and makes it actually happen. So most of the time, Alex is not is trying not to think about migraines. Cool. That makes sense. Okay. You wanted to add about your day? I I think we're good. I think we're set. Well, heroes, that's it for one shot this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with the conclusion to 14 days. You can also look forward to, on Wednesday, a new episode of Campaign, on Thursday, a new episode of Critical Success, and Friday, the first episode of First Watch. We're ramping things up over here. And later this month, Kat and I will announce our schedule for Gen Con. So if you want to come by and say hey, or maybe play a game with us, be sure to look out for that. Most likely, the announcement is going to go out on YouTube, and we'll post it to our various social media sites. So if you want to know about it, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG, on Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or just look up our community on Google+. 14 Days is still funding on Kickstarter, so if you think this game has an intriguing concept and you want to pick it up, be sure to head over to Kickstarter and back them. At the time of this recording, they are extremely close to funding, and I can basically guarantee that they're going to fund at this point. Before we go, I wanted to tell you heroes about some of my friends from the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. You should check out Cinema Jaw a film podcast where Matt Kabinsky talks to authors, musicians, technologists, and other interesting people about their take on movies. 
I've been on it. It's great. One Shot is a joint production between Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Hello.